Chapter 15 of Bill the Conqueror by P. G. Woodhouse. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Judson finds an old friend. The waiter, having brought coffee and cigars, retired, and Bill, leaning across the table, spoke in a low and confidential voice. Chuddy, he said, I've got something I want to tell you, old man several times during the meal which had just come to a conclusion he had been meaning to speak but on each occasion the orchestra of the regent grill-room which has a nasty habit of bursting at unexpected moments into la boheme and even louder classics had been seized with a spasm which had rendered low-voiced confidences impossible this had caused bill a good deal of annoyance for the necessity of confiding his affairs to a sympathetic ear had become imperative a week had elapsed since his momentous meeting with flick at waterloo station and all through that week he had been going about laden down with a secret which it had grown more and more irksome to keep to himself the time had arrived when he simply had to talk about it to someone and in all this great city there was no one except judson whom he could elect to the position of confidant judson puffed comfortably at his cigar spill it he said amiably he looked at his companion with friendly eyes apart from the fact that having a pleasant secret of his own tucked away in his bosom he was feeling well disposed towards all humanity he felt particularly genial towards bill during this past week all his old affection and esteem had returned bill for so long a blighted flower had suddenly revived as if someone had poured water on him he had gone whistling about the flat and to-night had reached such heights of jovial camaraderie as actually to suggest a dinner at the regent followed by a visit to the alhambra review judson thoroughly approved of the change bill looked about him cautiously the waiter had disappeared the nearest diners were out of earshot the orchestra its fever past was convalescing limply and seemed incapable of further noise for quite a time he felt justified in continuing i wonder he said if you've noticed that i have seemed somehow different these last few days i should say so assented judson cordially much more the little ray of sunshine well i'll tell you why juddy old man i've discovered what love really means what again said judson bill frowned confidants ought to be more tactful if you're thinking of alice he said that was just infatuation i see this time it's the real thing ah what do you mean ah demanded bill he was sensitive nothing old man nothing just ah surely said judson who came of a free race a fellow can say ah you said it as if you thought i wasn't serious not a bit of it i was only thinking thinking what well 
isn't it a bit rapid i mean to say a week ago you were raving about alice and it seems to have taken you just seven days to forget her and tack on to someone else not that i'm blaming you mind said judson handsomely i admire a quick worker bill knocked his cigar ash against his coffee cup he was wishing that he had not been so peculiarly situated as to be compelled to waste his finest thoughts on a fellow like judson no soul there you had judson coker in two words all right within his limitations and a pleasant chap to exchange trivialities with but no soul i don't know what you mean by a quick worker he said perhaps it doesn't seem quick to you said judson pacifically i've known flick for years ah flick said judson with enthusiasm now there's a girl in a million if you'd been in love with flick i am in love with flick now let's get this thing straight said judson he drank coffee to clear his mind the entertainment had been on a strictly teetotal basis but nevertheless he was feeling slightly foggy a week ago you were crazy about my sister alice then you switched to this other girl you're telling me about and now you say you're in love with flick i don't get it bill old man i don't get it sounds to me as if you were headed straight for bigamy not he added broad-mindedly that i've anything personally against bigamy must be nice to have two homes to go to bill groaned in spirit better to have poured out his heart into a dictaphone than to be squandering words on this poor worm if you had twice as much sense you'd be half-witted he said sourly can't you understand that i've been talking about flick all the time you mean flick's the girl you're in love with groped judson the second girl i mean not the third girl there isn't any third girl said bill between his teeth but you said there was i didn't i should have thought that any one with one ounce more brains than a billiard ball could have understood i've suddenly realized that flick is the only girl i have ever loved ah now i see flick is the only girl you have ever loved well it's a pity you didn't find it out before you let her go off to america if she hadn't gone to america i might never have known what i felt well what are you going to do send her a cable she's back no really yes i found her at waterloo last saturday when i went to meet my uncle bill's voice shook i told her that i loved her juddie and she said she loved me atta boy what she can see in me said bill i can't imagine no assented judson heartily no but there's a difficulty you see she has come back to marry that man pike judson started 
not the fellow who said it was toddy van reiter who founded the silks good lord bill you must stop that that would never do i've nothing against toddy toddy i may as well tell you has come out of the business extremely well i had a letter from him this morning but this bird pike is one of the worst on no account must you permit a corker like flick to marry him i won't said bill firmly but you see the position she got broke in new york and was scared and cabled her people that she wanted to come home they fixed it up for her to come home but naturally it was on the understanding that she went ahead and married the fellow pike the world's worst said judson the world's very punkest it must not be it isn't going to be said bill impatiently but you see the difficulty obviously she can't run away from home again until she is quite certain that i can look after her and just at present it's difficult to see how i am going to be able to look after her unless i get in really strong with my uncle you want to expose that crook slingsby and then he would eat out of your hand but how do we know he is a crook he is bill old man he is said judson earnestly i didn't tell you before but i went to get a drink out of him one night and he palmed off a cup of cocoa on me saying that it contained nourishing fats and now flick writes and tells me that they are trying to rush this wedding through said bill i've been putting messages in the agony column of the record every day so we've kept in touch and this morning i got a letter from her saying that they want to have the wedding come off next week i seem to see myself letting them do it growled bill if they try to start anything like that i'll take flick away and marry her and get a job of some kind any sort of a job just something that will carry us along till i make good hmm yes said judson doubtfully the only trouble is bill old man when it comes to getting jobs i should imagine that you're a sort of halfway henry a halfway henry a fellow with not enough brains to own streets and too much to sweep them explained judson i'll sweep em if it comes to that you don't know what love is or you would realize that a man will do anything for the girl he wants to marry the butterfly existence of a bachelor suited judson so perfectly that this sort of thing was rather above his head can't say i've ever wanted to marry myself he mused still i suppose there's something to be said for it must make a fellow feel pretty good i imagine to get up and say no more boys not any more for me got to be going now little woman waiting for me at home exactly agreed bill pleasantly surprised at this evidence of sentiment in one whom he had supposed incapable of the finer emotions but then proceeded judson thoughtfully 
there's the other side of the picture when you sneak home at three in the morning and tiptoe up the steps and shove the key quietly into the keyhole which you carefully oiled the day before and turn the lock without a sound only to discover that she has put the chain on the door you've got to look at it from every angle bill old man bill beckoned to the waiter who had reappeared and was hovering in a meaning manner about the table he was too revolted for speech once more he was regretting that necessity had compelled him ever to make a confidant of such a man he paid the bill in silence and rose from the table one thing i've thought of said judson trotting in his wake down the aisle you'll have to get a license suppose you have to make a quick job of it you'll need a license can't get action without a license i've got a license said bill coldly and spoke no more till they were in their seats at the alhambra then it was only to say shut up to his companion whose researches in the program had caused him to start babbling excitedly but it must be the same judson was arguing with animation thrusting his program into bill's face and indicating the name of one of the personnel of the ensemble with an eager finger prudence striker such an unusual name must be the same girl i used to know in the follies back in new york i'll tell you in a second directly the chorus come on yes there she is second girl from that end well i'm darned fancy her being over here he relapsed into a momentary silence only to emerge once more with a long and rambling story told in a hissing undertone about the night when he and jimmy boole and freddie osgood and miss stryker and a pal of miss stryker's whose name was on the tip of his tongue and a pal of miss stryker's pal whose name had sounded like biscuit only it could hardly be that anyway something that had sounded very like biscuit had gone to celebrate jimmy's birthday down at that place in greenwich village and freddie had got so plastered and tried to play the trap drums though in his calmer moments mark you freddie would have been the first to admit that he knew about as much about playing trap drums as shut up said bill oh all right said judson aggrieved anyway it's the same girl there is a brisk delirium about a modern review which while entertaining to the carefree mind has the unfortunate effect of irritating the man on whose soul anything in the nature of a deep problem is weighing it was not long before bill rendered distrait by thoughts of that letter from flick began to regret that he had been foolish enough to suggest this expedition the blare of the music and the restlessness of the chorus afflicted his nerves by the time the curtain fell at the end of the first portion of the entertainment he was convinced that he could endure no more what he wanted was a long walk i'm going home he announced going home gasped judson but look here you needn't come if you want to sit out the rest of it i want to get away and think oh 
think all right then see you later bill left the alhambra and crossing leicester square wandered aimlessly in the direction of piccadilly after the heat and turmoil of the theatre the cool night air was like a caress the sky was a deep and mysterious blue picked out with little stars that winked down at him as he walked as if they knew how he felt and would have liked to do something to help it was a night for lovers to stand beneath their lady's window and bill stopped so abruptly that he was nearly run down by a taxicab he wondered he had not thought of that before obviously there was but one place for him on such a night he hailed the taxi which after some slight eloquence on the part of its driver was about to move on wimbledon common he said End of chapter 15